and welcome to a new episode of More Than Dice. John, what episode are we on? That's Kathy's job, so... Nope, well, Kathy's not here. It's all on you. Get all on me. I kind of realized I was busy all day. I ain't got time to sit around and figure out... You, that's all on you. I don't care. That's just part of your job. That's I mean, just how it works around it, here. Like, straight up. I don't know that it's like episode 87 off the top of my head. You should, because that's what it is. It is. Yep. <laughs> Guys, welcome to another episode of More Than Dice. We are having a special guest today. Uh, Kathy was not able to make it, and we were trying to get people to come on. And we're like, John's like, I think I have somebody. I don't think he's doing anything at 1 o'clock in the morning. Um, <laughs> so let's ask him. Um, guys, welcome, Lee. Is it Mick Alpin? Yes, it is. That's close. I'm, I'm not going to butcher you for getting it right-ish. It's a horrible last name. So, um, he runs a podcast called Bleeped Up, right? And also, you're pretty much a nerd like us. Uh, You and John had been talking, and at one point, John was like, hey, I'd like to get, you know, him on, and we talk about the Transformers TCG, and I was like, well, shit, Kathy's not going to be here, so we're going to have to do that. Um, so we got him in there. Uh, before we get started, we got to make sure we say thanks to all of our sponsors. Uh, we will be giving away two codes, uh, to, uh, Tectonic Crest Studios for gift certificates. Um, and we will do that right around the media section time frame. So you gotta listen, gotta be someone there. Uh, you also have to follow, hit that little button up there and do it. And we will make sure that you are in that pool. Um, but going back to Tectonicraft Studios, everybody knows Dan the man. Dan's awesome. Makes some good MDF type terrain. Uh, laser cut. It's going to have some really cool things coming for Warfare Weekend. Pay attention to that. Um, and then we also got to thank Muse on Minis. How uh, they host all of our stuff and let it go out to everybody. And they also provide a really good discount code to anybody that buys stuff from their store. If you go in there and you buy anything from uh, Muse on Minis, make sure you type the all one word more than dice. You'll get 10% off your code, uh, 10% off, off your entire order. Uh, and we got to talk about Mechanica Studios. Uh, Chris sells all of our products, uh, which we'll be selling also at Warfare Weekend too. So don't forget about that. Um, and we will be having a contest. We will start that up Monday to win one of his cool Legion trays. Um, I was going to ask you when that was coming because those trays are super legit. Yeah, we're gonna, he's going to let us give away one of his uh, modular trays for Star Wars Legion, which is a, it is a really, really cool tray, um, and get that going. So with that said, Lee, you're the guest. What are you drinking today? Well, it's currently one in the morning, so um, I've just driven back from Wales. I had a nice weekend away in a cabin. I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of hish, hish. Ha ha happening um, is just saying it very Friday the Thirteenth feel in <laughs> Wales. Uh, so I'm just uh, I'm gonna be really boring and just drink some orange squash. So I drank enough Jägermeister to fuel a small tractor uh, over <laughs> two days. So I'm uh, pretty good. So I'm just gonna just mellow out this evening. I think. All right, no problem, John. What you got today? <laughs> uh, I have uh, Kraken mixed with uh, root beer. Nasty, but okay. It's, it's actually really good. <sighs> it is. It's a surprising combo. It's a pretty good combo. Yeah, it, it's Barks root beer. It's even better with Barks because it's got that little bit of bite and they mix together and it's tasty. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> just because you don't have the stomach for it. Go ahead. Tell us what crazy beer you're drinking. Uh, today's just another Dragon's Milk. Uh, I'm trying to get that, the rest of that down before I buy some more. 
you know. Yeah, I have that problem with beer too. Just try and get it down so I can. This one, a dragon milk is actually really good, but I also like my beer so dark I can eat it with a fork. So you know, this is kind of how it is for me. Fair um, yeah, really good. Eleven percent alcohol alcohol per volume, so kind of good bite to it. Um, no shout outs from I understand, John. We're all good on that this year, or this week. I think we're all good on that. Uh, again, my week was a little crazy, so I don't really know. I've been <laughs> busy, busy, busy. All right. Uh, so to all of our people, and we also want to send out a big O thank you to Cosmic Cubicle for another subscription tier one for two yeah. months. Woohoo! Thank you for that subscription, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, also, be on the lookout on our Patreon page. We'll be changing up some of our reward levels pretty soon. Um, so, everybody on Patreon, everybody that supports us here, everybody that supports us on, you know, Facebook, and everybody, period. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. All right. So, I am going to be working on... Something that happened. If Captain Mizzy, if you're still in the chat, um, I can't see chat right now. Nobody said anything yet. Um, we finally got a good 3D print of our tactics board um, for a Song of Ice and Fire. Um, I really, really, really needed a new one. I didn't like the little cardboard one, but um, well, you play a Song of Ice and Fire, and you know how much of a pain in the butt it is to have like the objective markers and then the little objective cards next to those objective markers and then having to stand on those objective markers yeah. and then yeah it's a pain in the ass it is it's a royal pain in the ass it's so, um it's unfortunate so what i did is i took and created little tokens uh it kind of be hard to see because i do i did prime a, a bit just to get some on and where i have numbers on them one through five um, and then I built a tactics board with a spot for the cards for one through five. I don't know if you can see That's that. Cool. That is pretty cool. Um, cool. That way the cards won't have to be on the board while you play, but everything still fits. We got everything in the right spot. You know, the miniatures still go into the correct area. Uh, the, and actually the words and lettering is a little bit bigger than normal. That way we can see it from the side of the thing. So I'll be working on painting this will we talk about um the uh topic of the day which is the transformers tcg um f we are going to have y'all play a couple of games so y'all can see it but let's talk about and you two are the experts on this i only play it every so often when john like bugs the crap out of me and you know <laughs> may maybe when it, maybe when i get cards eventually i yeah. send him some cards well i'm going to send him some cards We've nice. been saying that for that, that's a running joke with us because I think it's been like a year and a half since he said he was going to send those cards. Uh, uh, okay. A couple months, but actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. the box behind me. I just need to get. <laughs> I'm going to blame this firmly on my crew and not Banyan this time. It's not Banyan's fault. He's been ready with all his extras, but I'm waiting for not Brushhead Dave and Bowie to throw some extras so I can make sure you get everything all at once. We're not sending you like three boxes. Um, I did see um, in the pre-ramble, and I forgot to mention this, someone did talk about Conquest, um, and we did get a box set of that in, thanks to the guys yeah, at Conquest. Very cool. um, we don't know what we're going to do with it. We may put it together and let people demo it. We may give it away. We don't know, guys, but I spent most of yesterday reading the entire rules and going over stuff and i'm super hyped about this game <laughs> i cannot wait to put these models on the board and stomp the shit out of things 
So, <laughs> well, uh, there you go. I will give a review once I get a few games in, and we will get a full game review on that. So, it is technically really y'all two that are in on this. This is your show today, guys. Um, talk <laughs> you, about transfer. You've played the game. You can talk. You can I can. I can. I just, y'all, y'all two are like, it's like in your blood that if someone cuts you, you know, you would leak cards out or something. It's uh, so I just much. said, yeah, it would be that. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been looking for a card game to play for a while, and you know, everyone comes out. Keyforge came out. Not my, not my scene. Looks super cool. Magic's just too. This is too much. It's way too much. And I wanted something my buddies were playing. And then Bowie came in, and he was talking about Transformers TCG, and I, of course, love Transformers. I was young because I'm that age. And finally, I'm like, you know what? Let me just get a couple cards, and then from there. Here we are, you know, eight boxes later, some stupid shit like that. Yeah. Cards everywhere, playing a bunch. Uh, we got a small crew of people here. Um, so Transformers is basically, it's another uh, Wizards of the Coast game, but it's a very simple, easy game. It is learning about five minutes and then, again, like, literally take a long time to master because of all the options that are available now. Mm-hmm. It's true. That is 100% true. I think... I agree with everything John said. I think I think the thing is with um, with card games at the moment, you can find your niche. Like for me, um, I have two card games that take all my money, and they're basically two periods of my life: Transformers when I was a kid, fantastic, and obviously there's a current incredible game called Dragon Ball, the card game out there as well. Uh, that's my teenage years. So um, I could say it right now: fuck you, card games. You're taking all my money. I never wanted this to happen. But you are. But it's uh, it's just it's the ability of honestly uh, recreating battles whenever you're a kid or a teenager or whenever you were when you watch the TV series or the new films or whatever kind of things. It's just the ability of going, what if this happened? What if so and so fought this person? Yeah. Well, let's find out. And the and the Transformers one is again super easy. You get uh, you know a handful of characters, twenty five stars worth. They're all rated, and then you just throw down and simple deck takes care of all the battle no dice or nothing it's uh it's super cool i've been enjoying it uh lee's been doing a bunch of videos for it and i will say with no you know no prompting at all he has the best production value of any of the videos i've seen oh thank you well yeah before we get really to lee tell everybody who you are i mean we kind of get it a little bit oh yeah i mean we kind of just like kind of jumped anything but i mean we did say who you were but i mean why 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 are you so cool to come on our professional pod- <laughs> pod- well, podcast? Well, in a galaxy far, far away, I met these two on a beautiful show called Pain with Menoth John. And we've been friends ever since that one podcast, because I, I, I knew John and John, but I didn't know Gonzo well. And literally, as soon as I came on and talked, I think we just clicked. And I think that's how it is with, with me, with people, because I'm such a people person in, in a way. It's just like, I just... I, yeah, it, it just clicked. So my name is Lee McAlpin. I run a YouTube channel called Bleeped Up Productions. Uh, the whole tagline for that is we make mistakes so you don't have to. And it is shown in our comments that you guys love us to death, even when we royally mess it up. Um, but yeah, we well, our, whole, our whole spiel is uh, we want to do um, content that promotes us a topic that we're really passionate about and currently at the moment that's transformers the tcg uh soon to be other games because new editions are coming out and other stuff like that uh but the fun thing is i'm a one-man team i have a great community around me that are willing to help me and stuff like that but at the end of the day 
I'm the guy that holds the magical mouse and all the other crazy fun ideas and how can I make that possible? Uh, so we always wanted to do um, quality over quantity. And I have no problems with any channels out there like doing a shit ton of content because I absolutely love that. I think that's what YouTube's all about. You can find someone who's doing terrible content that has 10 million subscribers, for example, or you can find the most incredible person in the world who only has three or four. It doesn't matter. Like it is, you will find your niche on YouTube. And for me, it's like we wanted to do quality over uh, quality over quantity. And uh, yeah, we just do stuff that we're passionate about. And um, yeah, Transformers is kind of like full circle for me because it was like I love card games. Like John talked about, talked about a few games. Like I have Keyforge. I think that's a great game. Um, it has its place. I think it was really fun to play at the UK Games Expo that I went to. Uh, I own one deck and that'll be it because there's no point in me getting addicted to more card crack. Um, uh, but yeah, I think, I think honestly it's, it's, it's down to what you personally like. And I think that's what hobbies are all about. I think like, especially with miniature gaming and card gaming, like you wouldn't like be all into the Transformers if you didn't like it in some sh shape or form. Like I think, I think a theme and like a, how it plays and stuff like that is what gets you into either a miniatures game or a card game. Like I think Magic of the Gathering is a fantastic card game. I think it's one of the best card games ever created, but it's like what John says, there is so much of it. Like looking at it, it's like looking at a board of quantum physics and going, what the hell do I do? And my answer to that is play Commander because that is so oh, yeah. much fun for a lot of people and it's an easy way in. So you don't have to blow your mind and just, you know, egon it up on like in Ghostbusters where you just lose your mind just trying to figure out life. Um, but yeah, uh, I just run a podcast as well called uh, Bleeptop Productions as well on Podbean. Um, on that, we kind of do whatever we want to do. So we've been kind of doing Transformers uh, podcasts, but we haven't really been doing like what other guys have been doing, like saying, hey, you need to play this list or highlighting cards. We've really been collaborating with other channels, which we want to do because this game is kind of, I, I personally think at the moment it's exploding right now, but when it wasn't exploding, it was kind of under the radar. So when I wanted to do it, I wanted to talk to channels that I loved and worked with and saw and watched their videos and was just like, hey, let's do a collaboration. Like, I want to like grow the community and get you guys to have loads of views. And let's, let's just build a community of like YouTubers out there that are promoting this amazing game. And that's what this company is kind of doing, because Wizards is pretty bitching when it comes to like the community at the moment. Like, I didn't expect to get, like, cards to promote, which I did, and I lost my shit. And you watched that video, my friend D definitely did. And um, it's really cool, like, when you see those kind of collaborations and podcasts and stuff like that, it's just fantastic. And, yeah, I just do a lot of random shit. Like, a lot of just, just fun stuff that I want to do. Like, our favorite podcasts we love doing is the WTFs, which obviously in your guys' uh, issues is obviously we can cover that in the media. But it's, if you ever know of Science Mystery Theater 3000, that's exactly what we do with alcohol and British accents. So it's fantastic. And we watch some <laughs> terrible garbage. I tell you, it is terrible. But it's enjoyable. And we love doing because we always used to just watch movies and just laugh about them. And then we were just like, why don't we just do something? Like, why, why not make a podcast and join the millions probably doing it, but put our own unique twist of British humor onto it, which we do, which is simple. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. I'm spilled. Done. Anything else did I forget? Yes. Don't forget to like, subscribe. Or not. Yeah, no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. No. 
That is actually something we've never said, have we, Gonzo? <laughs> There's no need to do that. People, it is, this is 2019. We already know what we They know what they're do. doing. We know what we're doing. Yeah. I'd be happy to just listen. They don't need a like or anything. Just listen. It's all good. That's why we're exactly. here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so the Treasure Wars TCG is, I mean, it's one of those rare ones that uh, hits, like I said, the buttons I was looking for. I saw Keyforge. I have some decks. Gonzo sent me some. We may have to play some on stream. But the the bug I wanted to, to, to the issue I wanted to scratch basically was being able to deck construct a deck because mm. that's that's where you really get your fun from in a lot yeah. of cases you'll spend time constructing decks you never play but you you get that fun mental exercise mm. better if you get to play of course but and so that's where Transformers came in I had a friend who played it was really looking for someone else to play it and jumped in and it was fun and simple I mean yeah it's you can't get any better than that from a game fun and mm. simple. Well, I've played a few games so far, and and I like it. It's a lot of fun. But I I have a a, a kind of question about it that I'm kind of worried about is the game's only been out, what, not even a year yet? Or maybe a year? More than a year. More than a year. year. Is it more More than than a year? year. How many sets have we gone through so far? Three. Third set just came out. Yeah. So do you think they may be running through the sets pretty quickly? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> actually, three in a year is actually the right number. Yeah. I think four is too many, two is too few. Unless, mm. I mean, you could do two if you had some sets in between that were, I mean, they do it a couple sets also, but they had bigger sets in between with a couple more. Like if all the sets in between were like uh, uh, Devastator, mm. where they have a bunch of extra cards in them and you get, that shakes up, if you will, the meta, but the playing of it. And that could do it, but right now I think three sets is about where it's at for a year. Yeah, if you if you if you take anything like in context of a release schedule for stuff, like miniature gaming is the simplest thing. You'll have an army one like GW is the worst because they basically take your money. Like basically you know what's coming out and then effectively they'll throw a curveball at you and then go, Oh yeah, sorry, so uh, I know you want this new 40k model, but hey, you know that game you used to like, like Necromunda or, you know, Adeptus Marcaticus or whatever it's called, I forget, the big Titan thing. Yeah. They just keep dropping stuff slowly but oh, surely. Yeah. Um, with this, I think they've spaced it out quite well. Like, Magic the Gathering also is a very good thing. Like, they have a set, you play it for a while, and then there's another set, and you get more crap, and then there's another set, and it's more stuff. It's kind of nice, because I like play a lot of like the Game of Thrones card game. Like Most of the time, we have like a lovely big box, which just happens to be my faction of Bad Boy Baratheons this month. And I got it, and it was the best thing since sliced bread. I'm so happy. Thank you, Fantasy Flight. And then they have like basically cycles that literally last six months, which is basically a little pack that will cost you either, like, I don't know, £10 for us. I don't know if it's $12 for you guys or whatever. Yeah, but then that's right. like... Yeah, like a few like a few cards that eventually over a six month period that's one thing that's gonna come out every month for the next six months and it's a cycle, then you get a big box and then there's a little bit of a break and then the next cycle comes out. So it's kind of like really good. And I think like I what we were saying is like Transformers is caught up to where I think it's like it's now got a little bit of momentum because when it yeah. first came out, we weren't interested. Like me and my friend D, who's my partner in crime on my channel, we got it. But we didn't like it because, if you know, goodies have to fight baddies. Wave one was all the goodies with sprinklings of baddies. 
Yeah, yeah. And it was just basically like, what happened to all the Autobots? Why are they having a civil war with each other? What's going on? This makes no sense. And then Wave 2 happened, which basically was like, we're going to give you a load of villains and goodies, but we're all also going to give you robots that turn into bigger robots. Well, and that is just crack for a lot of people. And um, yeah, it kind of exploded. And like with the new wave as well, going back to tying in with the toy line, which is a whole new separate market as well. Oh, God, that's just yeah, next level just marketing. It is. Like, well, do you think that, I mean, I'm not saying the Transformers universe is, you know, infinite, but how are they making sure that, okay, well, I've got Prime and I know there's multiple versions of Prime. But make, making sure that that Prime is not just Prime version 1.2 with a change of stat or whatever. Well, they're, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah okay. The characters are totally different. Yeah, mm. but how? Well, mm. there's, there's ability. So I'm going to switch over real quick here so we can show you guys here some you. cards here. Let me switch that little screen over. I have that, you know, that's a cool technology called click a button. Yeah, give me a second. It takes a couple button clicks for me to change over here. And let them change over their screen. And they can talk about some cards while I work on this big old tactics board. Boom. So these are character cards. These are the standard ones. And they have two sides. You've got your uh, alt mode and then your bot mode. And they'll have, and if you notice, they've got numbers. And then they've got text or no text. That's how they keep the characters different. They all have different numbers. They have their attack, they have their defense, and they have their health. Super simple. They got their cost at the bottom. It's really that easy. And then many characters have abilities. It'll either be while in this form you do X, or uh, when you flip to this form you do Y. Mm. So, you know, he's got an ability when he flips to this mode, he does something, which is cool. If he's in this other form, he doesn't do anything. It is really that simple. It's a matter of flipping your characters at the right time to get abilities, playing the cards to mesh with them, and then just beating the crap out of each other. Pretty so, much. Yeah, the idea is like, um, <laughs> uh, I wish I had two characters who were the same handy, but um, if you get two characters the same name, they'll be totally different because, you know, mm. one Optimus Prime might be, you know, more support and he, like, you, he heals your guys and such. And another one might be just go in there and beat the crap out of people and, mm. and do unexpected things or, you know, be all hero because that's Prime. Yeah. Battlefield Legend. Yeah, I think I think the best thing, I think, going into it, because we kind of all have a love for War Machine, is the fact that I think every character feels different-ish, like a mm -hmm. Warcaster when you go to different levels. Like, yes. Social 1 doesn't play like Social 2. Social 3 doesn't play like either of them. They're always a little bit different. They might have similarities with health and attack and stuff, but they have something different about them, which keeps them a little bit, you know, exciting in a way. We can do a little bit of that, Lee. We can show a little bit of different versions because right here in my case, since they have the starters, uh, you've got Ironhide there. Keep Ironhide out. Okay, I'll keep Ironhide out. There we and go. And I have Ironhide from the starter deck. Who is trash, which is really sad. <laughs> So, so this Ironhide is literally, he's got three attack and three defense and seven health, but he's only six stars. Mm. And then you flip him, he gets, his defense goes down one, his attack goes up one, and simple, easy starter card. Mm -hmm. And his Captain Ironhide from Siege of Cybertron is totally different. Yeah. So look, he's got ton more health. He's got 12 health. 
I cannot read that small attack number. That's like probably fine. So in, in his, like, as you can see on John's one, he's got nothing when he's in his alt mode, which is his vehicle. Uh, but for this one, it's like, this, uh, th um, this cannot take non-combat attack damage uh, from your opponent's cards. So that's pretty different. Mm -hmm. And then when we flip him over, just saying, guys, he's got a bitch in rocket launcher. Like, he's, he is dropping a rocket launcher on someone, which is dope. Um, he's a little bit different, so he changes again. Uh, and his ability here is uh, when he attacks you can, uh, and he has a weapon, uh, you may swap that weapon with a blue weapon from your hand. So every card is a little bit different. Yeah, so you can start changing stuff up and just go in. You might put a weapon that they're not worried about on so they won't blow a, a, blow a good card on it and swap it over so you get the effect. Mm. Or maybe it's just a weapon that has good effect. I mean, is he melee? Uh, no, he's ranged. Oh, that's so. too bad. Melee. You he's can do right up my street. My kind of my guy, Ironhide. Is. And as you can see, the art, even on, we'll call him crappy Ironhide. It started like our Ironhide. It's still got great art. That one's got great art. And all the uh, Transformer sides are foily, so they look super cool. Okay, yeah. so now this is a collectible card game, though. This is not it just is. everybody can get every card out there, correct? What's what's the outrageous cards right now that are so expensive? Well, yeah, look, uh, if you show the decks we have handy, because uh, Lee's got his there, yeah. uh, I can show you that I have three cards, and they actually tell you on the cards what the commonality is. Yeah, but I'm talking about money-wise. Well, uh, do I need to go grab him? No, I'm not going to go grab him, but I have him. Well, <laughs> I own well, him. I have two of them. Major <laughs> Ultra Magnus is actually super rare, and he, he's going to be one of those expensive ones. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and, and what, what, what's, what's the current uh, high value on some of these models? Or not models, 80. but 80 I think bucks? 80, maybe 90 for uh, one of the San Diego Comic-Con ones from last year. But yeah. you only can have one of them? Yeah, you only ever need one of them. You can't use two of the same Transformer, though. Lee could take Captain Ironhide there and use Star Trek Ironhide I have here and then find maybe even another Ironhide to fill out his points. Correct, yeah, but you, you're not, you're not going to be spending 80 bucks on two Ironhides and getting... You, you're, you're not going to need to buy two $80 whatever model, $80 cards. Hmm. Correct. I believe, I believe that's down to you as an individual. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I said, I said, the one card I wanted from this set, the new set, was Ultra Magnus because growing up as a kid, yeah. Magnus was my boy, mm -hmm. and I pulled him in a box. I was like, awesome, and I don't need to worry about that now. But I said, and I went into it with my friend D as well. These at the end of the day are cardboard, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm not spending a stupid amount of money on it. If I get them, fantastic. I know it pulls at my heartstrings that. These are characters I loved growing up as a kid, but I'm not going to spend a lot of money on them. I think the most I've ever spent on a piece of card recently for this game was like 30 quid. But that was for a character which I thought is pretty good, and it was mate's rates, so I was happy with spending that much. And I'm not going to spend more than that, because if we, if we go down that collectible card route, you can spend a stupid amount of money. and it's just. But then that's you as a hobbyist. You Correct. can do that. If but what I'm saying to... is, like, let, let's go for example, and let's go a little stupid. I need four Black Lotuses. You're not going to need four Iron Hides <laughs> or four, you know. No. For yeah. multiple reasons, no. you can only have three of a card in your deck, and I think even the most expensive battle card that's not from the stupid San Diego Comic-Con pack, which you would never want because they're just not that good, 
in addition to you wouldn't want to spend that much money. But I think the most expensive is like twelve bucks, maybe okay. fifteen yeah. at yeah. most. Yeah, I, th- I think honestly, it just comes down to like yeah. how how I've said is like if I get it in a card or in a pack that I pull, that's fantastic. If I don't get it, I'm not going to cry spilt milk about it. Like there's a out. prime. There's like a prime example for me is um, I have a, one of my favorite characters in Transformers is Blitzwing. And if you go to Google now and look at him, you're like, he's not a great character. And why the hell does he cost 70 pounds or $70? It's because he has a lovely little thing on him that says he's a special rare and he's yeah. a very shiny thing. Yeah, he's trash. Um, but it's but it's down to the collectible card thing isn't it it's like it's like for me i don't know for you guys i don't know it's like you guys have like baseball cards over there as well there's like certain cards in certain sets isn't there where a player's rookie card or something is stupidly like expensive for us it was like a shiny in like a premier league pack as kids as a sticker was like the best thing ever and could get you like half a book if you wanted that one card you know or yeah. one sticker etc but that's the whole collectible thing about it but i'm not crying over spilled milk if i don't have a few yeah no um, um Banian just my roommate just mentioned that uh, 17 for security checkpoint which he points out because he doesn't pull them out of packs yeah it's He's got like it's, one yeah like for me what i've done and what i do currently is because i've got boxes and i'm trying to build a community here in the midlands which you know, for me, is like the one thing I want to do around this game is I have loads of spares. Oh, and yeah. if, you're, if you're getting into the game, there's no better way to build a community than helping out the community. There's no point me like hogging all the cards and going, I've got everything. Uh, I would rather be like, hey, what do you need to help finish your collection? Mm-hmm. I can possibly help you out. Here, take these. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. At the end of the day, these are cardboard to me. And if yeah. I've got multiples of them, I'm not that bothered. I'd rather have someone else have enough joy going, oh, yeah, I've got a complete set. I can play that one card that I really want to play with. There you go. Have a go. Like, do it. But some people are a little bit different. And I can, you know, that's understandable. That's great. Um, I have got a few rares where I will say, well, they're trading because I want to trade to get other things. But, like, my commons and uncommons, if I've got loads of them, I'm just yeah, like, just do you need them. one or how many of those? Just take them. I don't even care. Like, yeah. I'd rather let you not worry about that at all. Absolutely. Yeah, especially yeah. commons and, you know, stuff like that. E- even stuff some easy. rares, if it's not something people need or want. I'm like, it, you, like, when we opened our boxes of Wave 2 is the big example, a little bit Wave 3, um, Wave 2, we opened them all sort of at the same time. And someone's like, oh, I really want to make this deck. So I'm like, here, take the cards you need that you didn't get to make the deck. It'll it'll come around. I don't even worry about it. Yeah. I want you to play something you like. I don't care if I don't get to play it. I mean, yeah, like, I'm not looking to play that. If I get the ones I want, like, a couple of packs in, I had the characters I really, really wanted from the set. Um, mm. um, because, like, early into my box, I got Ultra Magnus. I was happy with that. I got yeah. Sideswipe, who I've loved for years because he's a Lamborghini. Mm. Uh out of some early packs I bought, and I got major shockwave out of a, out of a early packs too, and I'm like, this is I'm good. Plus, I got yeah. these guys who I really wanted because they look like fun and they're fun, and they are so much fun to play with. Yeah. I think that's that's the one thing I think. Like when you go into these kind of games, so like obviously they do a great job of like giving creators and people in the community stuff to preview to to kind of get the hype train going a little bit, which mm-hmm. I really do like about it. And it's like 
you could tell which cards are going to be really good and which can be really like game changing because like for us like we don't re we have a meta now if we want to call it that and we can like start building on that but at the end of the day like we pull things out of packs and we go like oh yeah we'll see you in two weeks you're going to try running that awesome i'm going to try running this because i want to try and get it working so like <laughs> when I pulled Magnus, the first thing I said to all the guys that we go to every two weeks, I was like, guys, I'm playing Magnus because I got Magnus. Like, next week I'm debating on running Runamuck or I really want to run Soundwave. I just want to try other things out that other people aren't. There's, there's like decks out there which will just ruffle stomp, but there's not, that's not fun for a lot of people. It, it's like fun once or twice. Like, oh, hey, show me how that bullshit deck works. Yeah. So you're like, oh, that is so crazy. Cool. Now play a real deck. <laughs> yeah, and have fun, and, but that's why I think this this game works really well, as well as other card games, is like, you can pick characters, that's great, but all of them have different traits, so for example, let's flip Magnus over, and he has leader, truck, and ranged as a trait, now, in these lovely battle cards that you get, you have cards that can affect only leaders, only trucks, and range, so you can build around your characters and that's like one of the strongest points about this game mm. is that you build around the team you want to run like your characters could be poop and you just want to play them because you want to play those guys but with this with a battle deck that you can combine and make you can literally make them amazing which yeah. is the best thing about this game because some people go he's rubbish he's great he's not that good I'm always like, challenge accepted. Let's try and make that thing work. How can we make that happen? Absolutely. I, I played a deck of the three Wave 1 motorcycles. Hey, awesome. But because I could. There was no card to make them better. I'm just like, I want to run the motorcycles, and I'm going to add some stuff in there. And honestly, aside from when I played Gonzo with his sealed Devastator deck, it did really good, though Gonzo yeah. beat the stuffing out of me. Yep. He's got a good deck there. Devast I think that's the one thing as well, as well. When you want to look into a game, sometimes you don't know what sets to jump in on and stuff like that. Like the starter decks for this game, I think are really good. Like I think they're the, the cards we should, they're, they're, like, I think there's some really, really good stuff. Like I think Metroplex is really cool. If you wanted to play a city that turns to a robot, come on. <laughs> Uh, you've got the iconic Dev uh, Devastator, which is obviously all the hilariously bright green and purple Constructicons who are basically like JCBs and just, you know, diggers and stuff like that that form into a horrific big robot. And then you've got like the normal guys like Prime and other stuff like that. But there's like, I think there's not like, uh, you could jump in now on Wave 3 and you wouldn't feel bad unless no. you wanted to get certain cards. But like, where the game's going i think honestly you put jumping on now is fine because i think eventually at some point we will have a point where we go okay no more wave one no more wave two it, competitively i mean yeah i have a feeling they're doing that I, I think the cybertron the Siege of cybertron block is gonna be three sets i think they're gonna make that like a hey this is our current you know environment these three sets which is cool Mm -hmm. You know, there'll be an open environment. You can always play your friends whenever you want. And honestly, um, I want to try some. I'm going to buy another box here soon. And then uh, the Benny and I will try. But I think I think Wave 3, the Siege of Cybertron set 1, is going to be really good for Sealed. Mm. And I think, that's, I think that's one thing that comes with this game as well. Is like, for me, it's like really hilarious looking at card games. Like, when I play this, people are like, oh, that's really aggro. And I'm like... I don't know what that means. I'm sorry. 
um, can you please explain that to me? And then they explain it. I'm like, oh, so that's what that's meant for this many years and stuff like that. It's like really interesting because it's like some people might not have a clue about card games, mm-hmm. but with this one, it's very simple of how it plays. Yeah, it's, it's just it's not hard. People make simple decks. Well, yeah. I think we've talked enough, Lee. Let's uh, at least get one game in for these uh, fine folks to take a look at. Sure. Okay. Um, should we just do the mirror so they can see some fun shenanigans? Or do, do the we show shows? Because it shows how you can build decks, I mean, I hope a little differently. Otherwise, it's going to be very funny. How okay. we, you know, across the pond, come up with the same ideas. Okay. Okay. I'm fine with this. All right. Gonzo, have we got any... I, I feel like I'm now part of a podcast, so I'm going to ask, have we got any questions or anything from the like comments and stuff, or not? I mean, or... We've got plenty of comments, but they're all from my roommate. <laughs> okay. uh, Bainey Internet says that uh, uh, he's he's had fun putting ridiculous decks together. Uh, I gave him Soundwave and Company uh, before nice. he got any of his Wave 3 so he could make a deck, cool. which is cool. Uh, he's been trying to make Devastator work. Uh, we do a lot of testing between the two of us, which is cool. That's cool. Like, I say, if you can get a roommate or something into a game, it makes things so, so much better. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with that. It definitely does. And, uh, we get a lot of fun. We do every other Wednesdays. We do Transformers Night here with uh, me and my uh, buds. Um, I think that's what really helps the game as well. Is like, like you say, you have friends that are into it, which is mm-hmm. really, really good because... You can have people who are like, oh, I'll play a game and that's it. And like, ah, it's not for me. You're like, that's fine. But if it's like a niche thing that you guys all get into, you're like, yeah, I really want that. That sounds really, really cool. Let's do it. You know, I think that's a really good jumping on point for a lot of people when it comes to games in, in general, really. I think their decks like, are going to be reasonably similar, but uh, similar enough. Some of the support cards are all different. Okay. Well, I went with a splash of like newer cards because I wanted to try some new stuff out. Yeah, this is one of those decks I've been tweaking over over several iterations. Cool. Um, it's never worked as well as the original four wide with the Cliff Jumper uh, promo I got. I don't actually have the actual Cliff Jumper. He's one of those San Diego Comic Con cards. And I'm not paying eighty dollars yeah. for him because that's a little much. Yeah, you just print him off and then. Like I've said to people, if they ever wanted to run the omnivores or whatever at my events, if you can print it off, I'll allow it because there's, you know, this game does have a limitation because it, it does feel like it is based like uh, uh, from young people to our generation as well. So mm-hmm. like not not every kid has the ability to, you know, uh, buy a box and buy every character for a silly amount of money. They probably saved up all their money for like two weeks to get a booster or two. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. And, and luckily, my crew has one copy of both of those characters that we could uh, share if necessary at an event. Yeah, so. that's that's exactly what you want to do as well. So, uh, as you are both the guest and playing with with uh, actually, you should play the same number of stars as me. But since you're the guest, I will let you have choice of going first or second, sir. Uh, I'll go first. Okay, let's go. Let's go first. So, do you want to walk? For, shall I explain my turn and you go vice versa, John? So we just walk it out for people. Yeah, absolutely. We'll take it as slow as possible. And people have questions, they can throw them our way. Okay, cool. So at the beginning of the game, we figure out who wants to go first and second and stuff. Normally on my channel, we always do poker hands. So we always throw like roll five dice and then you choose. So most of the time, what we've decided to do, and I don't know if it's an official rule or whatever, you decide to go first or second, then you draw your cards. Yes. So yeah, so your starting hand is always three cards. And then at the beginning of your turn, you will draw a card. But when you're the first player, you don't get to play anything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you get to flip. Now, I will not try and confuse you guys, but I hate the word flip. We're playing Transformers. It should be called transform. transform. There we go. So that's what I'm going to say, but also probably flip at the same time. Now, I'm, I realize I'm going to be playing on camera, so I don't want to show John what I've got. So, um, okay. So I can't play any cards. So the first thing I want to do is I'm going to transform Runamuck. <laughs> and he has, he has some amazing abilities. So you might see some fun stuff happen. So he states, when you flip or transform to this mode, draw a card. And if you have run about on the battlefield, you may transform him or flip him to his alt mode to bot mode. So what we'll do is I'll draw a card because I can. And then I will flip this lovely man to his robot mode. <laughs> now, what I will do next, I will go and punch face uh, run amok into your drag strip. So I'll let you take over what's going to happen now with attacking and stuff like that. So he's chosen to attack, and there's nothing that can fake it. So then he chooses someone who is tapped to attack. Since no one is tapped, he can choose anyone he wants. So he's choosing Drag Strip. He's the weaker. And now he will flip two battle cards, and I will flip two battle cards. And there are plenty of modifiers, but I don't think we're going to see too many except maybe a white pip. Yeah. So That would be a great offensive flip. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so I've currently got an attack of five, which on the card is indicated as the orange. So I'm looking for orange pips. I don't know mm-hmm. any other kind of colors. So I've got one orange pip, so that will go to six. But I have a black pip, which is new to this set, which is pierce. So I will do at least one damage if John blocks everything. So, John, I'm coming at you with six attack with a pierce of one, sir. Okay, well, I flipped a lot of orange pips. This doesn't help an offense. I'm looking for blue, but... I do a two defense and then flip one blue, so I get a three. Okay. So it means I will take three damage. Yeah. So another fun thing, because we've got loads of pips. There's a green pip on my side of the board. Now, when yes. it comes to we finish attacking, this is actually a perfect first turn. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, I can uh, choose to replace this card with a card in my hand if I want to. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm having a look, and I'm actually gonna be fine i'm not going to so they're gonna just go to my discard now okay okay so john i will pass the turn to you sir now i'd be able to do the same thing after he chooses but i don't have any either so i'm just gonna yeah out of the way all right uh start my turn i'm gonna draw a card <clears throat> that's gonna help <laughs> uh so actually i'm a, this is cunning and you guys didn't see it coming i am actually gonna uh, transform raider ruck runamuck also Oh my gosh! Draw a card, and also let's be flip ready to run about. Whoa, Matt skills indeed. <laughs> uh, and then my so turn two, I can only play one card. So on a normal turn, you get to transform once. You can tap for a character's ability once, and you can play an action and an upgrade. Uh, since I have the second turn in the game, I can only play one card. It can be either an action or an upgrade. So I am going to play, and I'm going to play what is called a secret action, so he doesn't know what it is. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And then I am going to send uh, Raider Runamuck after Raider Runamuck. Uh, Okay. Runamuck is tapped. I don't have a choice. I have to attack him. Okay. So let's have my real quick. I will flip and flip, and I will get terrible. Okay. So we're looking at five currently. 
onto my defensive two, so it'll be three damage at the moment. Mm -hmm. So let's have a look. What do I get? So that's a black pip. That's rubbish. And that's an orange pip. So we're going to go with three damage then. Yep, because I got only blue pips, so nothing there. But I do have a, a green pip there, so I'm going to swap out this dampening field for an energy for this uh, scoundrel's blaster. I wish you could take an energon axe, boy, that'd be great. That seems like a very good choice of upgrade, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. I think I think like the one thing I will suggest for like everyone is because we're both playing villainous people, we're not going to have very nice cards that look very happy, Larry. <coughs> Uh, obviously, the Autobots have a lot of nice upgrades and nice things. We're, we're baddies, so we're going to have some very themed uh, naughtiness going. So, um, okay, so it comes back to me. Then I'll draw a card. And what happens now is, because um, the first turn for each of us is a little bit different. Now, in a normal turn now, which we're going into, um, you can play one upgrade. You can play one action, and you can flip one of your cards mm -hmm. so my <laughs> idea also, if, he, if he changes uh was that roadhugger there yes roadhugger in his in his, in his uh alt mode in his bot mode has a tap ability he could also do that in a turn you can do one tap ability yes so it's very very good uh, it's very very interesting hmm okay so what we will do cool okay yeah that's what we will do. Uh, I will flip uh, Runabout. What? I know, it's crazy, eh? <laughs> uh, and when I flip him, he says, when you flip to this mode, repair one damage from this. So that's one from him. And if you have Runamuk on the battlefield, repair one from him and flip him from bot mode to alt mode. So he's going to be at two damage, guys. And he's going to go back to his car form because everybody loves a car. Now... The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to play a new card, uh, and I'm going to put a HV Electron Breacher onto oh, uh, Runabout, which uh, gives him plus two attack. So currently now he's at seven, uh, and I am going to not play an action, so I'm going to go straight to the attacking phase. And I'm going to come swing at Runamook with Runabouts. So, I'm actually apologize before you choose, because I have a secret action. It could affect who you can choose. Oh, yes. Okay. In this case, it doesn't. I have defensive formation. I'll reveal when one of your characters defends. Uh, each of your characters gets plus one until the end of turn. So, he gets plus one defense. That's very, very good. Okay, so we're looking at seven at the moment. I'm going to flip my first one. That's a white pip, so that's new. And then we have two blue, which is pretty poop. But we've got a white pip, so when you attack or defend, the white pip allows you to uh, flip two additional cards. So if I flipped more white pips, it wouldn't happen, it only happens once. Yeah, the first one lets you flip two more. Yeah, so we have a Scoundrel's Wrestler, which is blue, and then a black one. Okay, so uh, all we've got currently is an attack of seven with a pierce of one, John. Well, I've got three defense, so I'll be taking four. So that uh, appears of one's not going to matter in this case. But actually, maybe we should flip cards first. That's yeah, actually, flip flip cards, yeah. So flip, I also flip the white, and then yep. a blank pip. Uh. One extra, and two extra. So actually, I go to three. Nice. Four okay. defensive, so I only take three. Nice. Okay. Uh, I've got a green card, so what I might do with that 
is I will exchange it for this lovely card called Handheld Blaster. And I will put Candles Blaster into my hand. Wicked. Yes, sir. That's what you do. And that's be done. All right. So I'm going to draw a card. And it is about to become shenanigan time. Are you all ready for shenanigans? Yes, please. So I'm going to transform Raider Runabout, who, as you know, will transform Runamuck and heal him for one, leaving him at two damage also. And then my first card play, my uh, upgrade is going to be Turbo Boosters on Runamuck. Untaps him. (laughs) Told you, shenanigans. Shenanigans. And then my action is going to be Pep Talk, which lets me draw two cards. Mm. And as you can see, you can already see as the game's developing, there's certain things. Everything's based on the card. It's It's very simple to explain. So that's when it comes down to when you play a few more games... It, you can see the cool interactions. That's why we're both playing this deck, because you can see the fun interactions that go along with this. As it goes on, you, 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 depending on how far we get, you'll see the differences, because our third character is different for each of us. Oh, yes. So I'm actually going to take Raider Runabout, and I'm going to attack uh, Runamuck. Okay. And I'm going to flip an orange, a white for two more flips, an orange, blue, and another white, which doesn't do anything. Okay, so we're looking at seven? I am looking at five, six, and seven. Yes, sir. All right, seven minus two goes to five. So still five. Ah, goes to four. And stays at four, so I take four damage. Oh, look to start your engines. You'd rather have that in your hand. That is <laughs> It is unfortunate. Yeah, and a, and a good note is, well, it won't matter yet, but it'll matter later. Um... There are two piles when you have your deck. You have your scrap pile, which is stuff that's done, and then there's the stuff you played this turn, which doesn't really go away till the end of the turn, and the cards you flip. They all stay in sort of limbo until you're done. Yeah. And done with the turn, past turn, all my cards go my discard. Cool, cool. All right. Please. So, beginning of my turn, I will draw a card. Mm-hmm. Wicked. Right. Um, what do you do again, sir? Let's have a gander. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's going to... It's always fun we have to ask that question. It's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going to flip the little man, because he's a machine. Um, right. He's the uh, he's basically a pep top all the time, isn't he? He is. Oh. But shit. we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have some fun. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, Right. That actually won't work, because I've just read what your thing does. So that's cool. So we're going to let the little man have some fun. We're going to equip him with a scoundrel's blaster. Oh, that's scoundrel. Yeah. Come on, boy. This guy hits hard. I absolutely love this little man. Uh, And for my action, I still don't really want to play anything yet. So that's that. So then I'm going to go Roadhugger into Runabouts. You got it. So I've currently got an attack of five. So let's see what we get. Still five. Ah, we go to six with Pierce one, John. Alrighty. I'm at a two. Uh, that makes it a three. And that makes it a four. Nice. So you said five with Pierce one. So I will take the one. There you go. Which is perfect because shenanigans will continue to be afoot. Six. You said six? Six. Uh, so another one, so I think. Another two. Okay. No worries. There we go. Um, I don't like these, so they're going over there. I did not flip any green still, so I will keep everything in my hand. I will draw a card. Teehee. 
Uh, I will transform Runamuck, who draws me a card, and transforms Runabout. And here's where we get the thing. Since I have multiple characters untapped and he's all tapped, all my guys are going to get to attack this turn, or all my untapped guys are going to get to attack this turn. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting shenanigans, because uh, I'm sure Lee sees this coming. Oh, don't you dare. I'm going to play Start Your Engines. Oh, actually, it won't work that much. So it transforms all of my guys back, so he'll transform, and he'll transform. Yeah. And then these will both heal, because of his ability. Yeah. And then he gets to untap. Yep. And that is what we generally call bullshit. <laughs> no, it's good fun. That's it's, what it is. That's the thing about Cars decks, is Cars decks have such fun, fun shenanigans. It um, is fun. Just because I'm going to give uh, Decepticon Dragstrip a Scoundrel's Blaster. Okay. And we're going to start the attacking, and we're going to beat on Runamuck, because he seems the one. So we'll send Dragstrip in first. Okay. And then uh, we will flip for a blue, and we'll flip for an orange. Now, Dragstrip abilities, when this uh, attacks and you flip a orange and a blue, draw two cards. So I will draw two cards. Cool beans. So, uh, your grand total of attack is four? Three, four, five for the Scoundrel's Blast. Oh, yes. Five, for that six, shield. I apologize. Six. So, six minus two goes to four. Yep. Goes to three. And stays at three. So, he's going to be at nine. Ouch. That's not good. That's real sad. I will swap my improvised shield for a bashing shield. Those will go in the used pile, if you will. Yeah, I will put mine in the used pile. And I will send a runabout into a Runamuck. So now this is quite key. So, John, do you want to know? Do you want to tell them why you're not playing any more cards and stuff like that? Since so, at this point, you check to see if you if least odd characters untapped, my turn would end because I attacked the character. But since he still has all of his guys tapped, I get to continue attacking until all my guys are also tapped. But it's not a whole new turn. There's no more cards played. My cards are done. I just get to keep attacking. Yeah. And it's it's probably the most complicated part of the turn and the game. But so yeah. Let's send runabout in real quick. Yep. Lift two. One and two. Ooh, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. So is that seven? Five, six, and seven. Yes, sir. All right, seven minus two, but then four will do another three. So he's on one life. And I'm going to swap this work overtime that with, you know, seven cards in my hand isn't going to work and for another bashing shield. Yeah. And then I'm going to use pile, and then I'm going to send Runamuck in to finish up Runamuck. Hopefully. Okay. For me. One and two. That's a white, so I get two more. One. Oh, gosh. That's that's pretty good. That's going to be seven again. Okay, that is absolutely trash. Okay, so <laughs> I I have um, shivers because that would have that would have really worked if I was attacking. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, Runamuck is now unfortunately no longer in the land of the living. So what will happen is he explodes in a fit of joy and he goes to the KO pile. Yep. Uh, and it's also another uh, good note is since you actually drew the last card of your deck, you need to shuffle your actual. Uh, Scrap pile in before you go on. That's true. Well, actually, no, I still got it here. I'm just showing you. Oh, okay. Very good. I'll I just like keep it. hold of it. I oh, no worries. Then you're good. Uh, all right, so those are done. Uh, so now 
All of our characters are tapped out on both sides. Yeah. We'll take our pile to use this turn, throw them in there, and then we all untap together. Yes. So, I feel like I'm at a huge, hilarious disadvantage, so I, I need to figure out life. So, I feel like uh, the Hot Wheels shenanigans, which is honestly why we play Hot Wheels, is what we call any car deck is generally called Hot Wheels, yes. is what we did there, what I did there, the untapping. If you get that, if you get those cars in your hand, you get that working, it is super duper fun. Maybe not so much for your opponent, it, it triggers <laughs> certain people. Yeah, it's all good. I enjoy it. It shows. It shows already. I always have fun, even if I get the crap kicked out. Oh yeah, it's, like I'm just always like, I love the game anyway, so I don't mind. It in constructed absolutely the sealed formats. It gets a little one sided sometimes, but you got to be careful with that stuff. Hundred percent true. Okay, cool. I'm gonna have some fun shenanigans myself this turn. Mm -hmm. So, what we're gonna do is runabout is really sad that his like twin died. So um, he went. He went and bought himself a really fancy smoke cloak. Oh, which, um, gives him an ability which is tough one, which allows him to flip an additional card when defending. So you'll see there's other cards that allow you to flip additional stuff and stuff like that. If we get to them, uh, so on my defending aspect, he is living the dream right now. Um, is it an armor or utility? Because I can't tell. It, it is an armor, just to okay. give you a heads up. So every every um, person, think of every character you play in this game as a D&D &D character. So you have an armor, you have a weapon, and you have a utility. Yep. Now, some characters allow you to have additional things, which is great. But the majority of them, you're allowed one of one thing. And if mm. you wanted to replace those weapons or armor or utilities with something else... Those things will go to the scrap pile and you just simply replace it with other stuff. So think about it as in finding special loot in Borderlands. Server okay. Boosters here is actually a utility, so I can still give him a weapon and an armor if I wish. It is rude. So is. what I'm going to do is I'm going to play another new card. Because the majority of this deck is new cards because I wanted to play with new cards. And I'm going to play the action Dismantle, which is scrap an enemy weapon or armor. And Dragstrip over there has a naughty blaster. So, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, no. no longer has one. So. Okay. It's his lot in life. He was made to suffer. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so... Hmm. I'm in a bit of a poop spot, so I'm actually going to try and show some fun interactions here. So I don't think I... I'm in a good spot, but I'm also a bad spot. So what we're going to do is Runner About is going to come in and he's going to punch drag strip really, really hard. Really? But I'm going to make it even worse by scrapping to just show this interaction. A blue car, a blue pip. So brainstorm has a blue pip in the corner. So I'm going to scrap that. And when I do, I can tap this guy, and he says, "Scrap a card with a blue pip from your hand, and one of your characters gains plus three attack." Ooh. So uh, we're going to just go with that. So, currently, he's coming in at an attack of 10 on poor Dragstrip's Lonely 2. It's okay, so, Dragstrip's got this. Uh, he Not really. Has. So, 10, still 10, and that's 11. Alright. I'm defending 2, that'll make it 3, and that'll make it 4. Which... So, take 6. <laughs> Puts him at 9, which still kills him. Or, Goodbye! Still Kazo's him. And then they go, no greens here, so I'm going to put them in my discard. I am going to, because this is not going to be useful for in a moment, I'm going to scrap a, uh, swap a Starcher Engines for a Scoundrel's Blaster. Cool beans. 
since you've gotten around my shenanigans. Shenanigans! All right, so I'll draw a card for my turn. Ooh, that's going to be painful. Uh, and then we will uh, flip Runamuck, uh, which also flips him and lets me draw a card. That'll be useful later. And my action is going to be Energon Axe on Runamuck. Oh. Yeah, that's painful. I'm sorry. Not sorry. It's okay. It's good. It's <laughs> just going to be really small. I'm going to play a secret action again. Okay. Uh, and then since, since all of these guys are, are tapped, I'm going to attack with both of my characters. Yes. So I'm going to start with Runabout on Roadhugger. Oh, no, not the little guy. How rude. One, two, that just makes it five total. Okay, so, oh, I'll take that. And that's not too bad. So five total minus two is three. So he still lives. All right, those go there. And then I'm going to have Runamuck actually, this is probably the most heinous, excessive overkill, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to beat up on Roadhugger again. I'm going to flip first card, and then I'm empty, so I have to reshuffle everything. I'm going to do that real quick. I'll do my dramatic friend D's revealing of defending to see oh. if I can pull this one out. Boom. Boom. I, I'm merely at a grand total of 11. <laughs> okay. So 11 minus 1 is 10. So we're looking at 10. Goes down to 9. And he'll stay at nine, and he will be very, very no longer in the land of the living. <laughs> and then we are all untapped, all, all, all tapped out, so we will all untap. Okay. So. And we're getting close to the media section, but I think we're probably going to have just enough time to finish this one match. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Okay, so we will uh, draw a card. Mm hmm. Hmm. Because I don't like it, I'm going to play an action called Ramming Speed, which allows me to scrap an enemy upgrade. Say goodbye to that axe. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks. Thank you. I'm sad, but it's okay. It's okay. I'd do the same thing in your case. And then what I'll do to just make the game last a little bit hilariously longer so I don't get noobed, um, I will uh, replace my smoke cloak with a force field. Oh, snap. Yeah, so force field, if I would take more than five damage, I'll only take four because i got this lovely bubble around me. Think Halo 3, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm going to say. So, uh, right, looking at this, I will go into Runamuk, I believe. Runamuk, so, got it. Well, I'm going to flip that. It's Battlefield Report. I get to draw two cards. Oh, you swine. And then I get to put a card back on top of my deck. Hold on. That's okay. Put that one on top. Makes sense. And then I will flip my okay. defense after you get your offense. Okay, cool beans. So I got a white pip, so I'm going to go again. Awesome. So I've got an attack of five, six, seven, eight, and a pierce of two. All right. I'm a defense of two. That makes a defense of three. That makes a defense of four. So take force, good sir. You got it. Four will bring me up to five. Yeah. I will swap this totally worthless improvised shield for the scoundrel's blaster I put on top of my deck. I think I will uh, get rid of this combat dagger and replace it with this lovely card of reactive armor. And that will go into my scrap pile. 
Sounds cool. All right, I will draw a card. <laughs> God, this is all right. So I'm going to start with. Um, I'm going to give Runabout an Energyx. Oh. Yeah, sorry, I drew that with the Battlefield Report. It was super sweet. It's good. It's good. Um, good and then I'm going to transform Runabout, which transforms Runamuck, and heals them both for one. So he'll go down to four, and he'll go to nothing, because he only had one. Yeah. And then I'm going to play Frag Toss, which uh, you choose one of your characters and deal one damage to it. And then since I'm all starting Decepticons, Choose that same character and have it deal one more damage. Uh, take two, sir. <laughs> and I'm only reading that for you guys. I know very well Lee knows what that card does. It's in his deck. It's fun. That's what it's, it is. <laughs> it's one of my favorite whites. It's uh, really fun. Like, it is a great card. I love it. That is fun. And uh, so I will start by having uh, Runabout come in to uh, Runabout. Okay. I will flip, flip. Lots of blue. Okay. So, your total attack, sir? Uh, my total attack is 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Okay, 9 minus 2 goes to 7, and then I go to 6. So I'll take 6 damage, but I have force field, so I will only take 4. If So basically what it says, if the upgraded character would take 5 or more attack damage, instead, scrap this card, and the I take 4, so I'll go to 6. Yep. And I no longer have that upgrade. So, yeah, kind of like the bubble shield in Halo, guys. It's not there for ages. And then Runamuck will come in also. He's at a much more modest five to start. That becomes six. And six will be where he stays. Okay, cool. Um, that's really sad. So, six minus two is four. Houses. Makes me glad I didn't start with him. He wouldn't have popped that force shield, would he have? No, he wouldn't have, sir. <laughs> Uh, and then I'm all done. We're all tapped, so we will untap. Okay, so I will draw a card. The blood is on the wall right now. This is not good. Okay, because my armor is no longer there, I'll make it a little bit tougher for you. I'll play oh. this re reactive armor uh, to give him plus one uh, uh, armor. And then I will just have to try and kill Runamuk and salvage my British pride. Okay. So um, <laughs> let's go. So we're looking at seven, uh, still seven, uh, white pip, and because i got no cards here, I need to have a good shuffle. Come on, improvise shields. Just wanna, I, I just want to kill some things. I just flipped one. Oh, I want one, though. Uh, if, we, okay. if we had more time, we'd show you more, because these are very balanced decks we made here. Yeah. These are not the norm. People like to skew one color or the other, and it gets crazy, sir. It gets crazy. It does. So five, six, seven, eight with a pierce of two. Uh, eight minus two, three means I take five. He lives. Fancy that. Uh, he, they're just beefy enough that they, they don't die easy. It's true. And then all these go to my scrap pile. Yep. Draw and then go Sir John. All right. I'm going to transform uh, Runamuck. Which transforms runabout and draws me another card, which I really, really don't need at this point, but I'll take it. It's a fun interaction. Allow it to happen. <laughs> I will play another frag toss. Oh, fun. That's. Oh, gosh. He's. Wow. Okay, so I take another two. Oh, look at that. I'm on one life, thanks to just not dodging grenades. Awesome. 
And then uh, <laughs> we won't play anything else and just send in uh, Runabout. And he will flip two and two more for the white. Ouch. He will go to eight with Pierce of two. Wow. I've got two, three, four, five. So I do take three, and that is enough to kill me because I was only on one health. So that is game to you, Sir John. Good game, good game. They, good they, game, sir. These guys are super fun. I mean, yeah. I, I saw them in the, the, the previews for it, and I'm like, I wish to play these guys. And then I pulled them out of my first, like, I bought seven packs at the store, and I pulled them out of those first seven, and I'm like, you know what? It's all good now. I've got the card yeah. to play with. I think the one thing I wanted out of this set, which I hope they might do in uh, uh, Siege 2 or 3, if you're listening, Wizards, um, uh, I would like this kind of combo with Sideswipe and Sunstreaker. Oh, my God. You, you're, speaking my, you're speaking to my soul. I know. Immediately. Exactly. We talk about not really buying too many cards. If they made both of those guys rares... Uh, and I didn't pull them immediately, I would either buy packs or buy those cards because I would have to have them because those Sunstreaker and Sideswipe were two of my first five Transformers. Yeah. Sunstreaker being the absolute first. I do like that. Uh-oh. Skype, why you... Gonzo, why Skype me and Skypey? Because it's Skype. It's just trying to re-register uh -oh. your Fine. camera. There you go. go. I'm back. And now I can derig this tripod. There we go. Now I don't. Now I don't have like a robot's penis in my face. That's great. Right. So, guys, if you have any questions about Transformers, you can you can find both Lee and myself on Facebook, or go to one of the Transformers groups. Throw it out there. We both go through those guys, and we'll be happy to answer whatever questions you got. We just want to build it. It's a simple, fun game. You can get a ton of enjoyment out of not spending a lot of money. Even like you don't need to go even as crazy as we do, and I don't feel like we go terribly crazy. No, um, I think I think it's um, it's one of those games where you can go a bit crazy. Like um, uh, there's a couple of guys I know quite well uh, in the in the in the community right now. Like Jamie from Powered by Primus has a great YouTube channel. If you ever wanted to check out deck building and stuff like that, Jamie has told me a horrific number of boxes he's uh, bought. Uh, and um, yeah, I will never do that. So Jamie, if you're watching this. Uh, I'm not ashamed that you spend that much money doing it, mate, but I will never spend that much money. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into that. Uh, I bought two boxes of Wave 2 this past week because they were on sale on the second day of Prime Day right before uh, right before I went to bed. And I'm like, all right, fine, I'll take two. Yeah. Just exactly so my crew has everything we need. And we still don't, but it's we've got some good sealed out of it. We, and mm. When we got the eight packs. Eight packs sealed with uh, Wave 2 works. Nice. That's really good. But there you go. That's that. And uh, I guess thank you guys for indulging us. And uh, if you're interested, like I said, ask us questions. Gonzo, I think you need to hit us up with some codes for uh, Archidan. And, oh, uh, let's, see who is, let's see who is in the chat. You might just want to do one because we only got seven people, it looks like. Okay, we can do one. I just don't want to, you know, throw them all out. I mean, no, screw it. These guys stayed here. They knew. Get, why don't we do them both? Do them both. Do them both. <laughs> but, but right. They're here. I don't know who's here. I mean, Banyan's here. He's the last one to comment. I guess everyone else was just in rapt attention as we had two crazy Decepticon cars beat each other up. Yeah, crazy twins. They're really fun as well. Like, I think, I think, like we say, like, the enjoyment of what you know is kind of interesting. So it's like, 
We live in a time where, if you don't know who those people are, Wikipedia and Google are phenomenal. Like, yes. um, there's some things I had no idea about as much as certain things, and then I'm just kind of like, oh, yeah, that was that thing from, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. And it's and check yeah. YouTube also. There's some guys who put, like, just, like, this is this the history of this particular Transformer. Uh, Rodimus yeah. Primal does a bunch of that, and I like to find out every once in a while. You get some really good, in-depth lore. There's so much lore. There are 30 years of lore plus... For Transformers, think if, about that. If you want to be part of the drawing for a gift certificate to Tectonic Crash Studios, uh, put something in the chat right now. Just say, hey, me, yes, no, maybe, whatever. Just want to yeah. do that because we do have a few bots that are in the channel right now, of course. And we're not going to worry about that. But this might also make sure that you are alive and kicking. If you are there, put a yes, no, whatever. Just say something in the chat so I know that you're there. And we will put you in the drawing for a gift certificate. Uh, and you will get that chance by the time I finish reviewing one of my uh, media sections. Because I have one, two, three, four to do this time. Uh, I have three, but one of them is really simple. Alright. Lee, you got anything you want to review tonight? Oh yeah, I've got one film. One okay. film everyone needs to watch. And I, okay. and I think Lee is going to talk about the two I'm actually going to spend time reviewing also. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for something... Um, and this this should actually get uh, Bainey on uh, because, you know, he's such a huge anime fan and he loves everything that has to do with anime and he's, you know, he thinks that that's the greatest media of all time. Um, wow, this, you're real thick. <laughs> this last week, um, I was looking for some anime to watch because, you know, just putting models together, <laughs> doing things. And uh, someone told me to try The Legend of the Shield Hero. <gasps> okay, so <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm very picky. Now, now, Lee, I'm very picky about my anime. I don't like fan service. I don't care for all the sexualized stuff of you know things. I don't care for like okay. panty shots or you know chibi stuff. I like you know good quality animation. I like yep. good story. So, so he doesn't really like anime. He just yeah. likes. <laughs> Animated things that happen. Very, very, you're very, very picky. It's kind of funny. I love this genre, but I don't like three quarters of it. Yes. <laughs> Plus, I can't, I can't watch subtitled, so I have to watch it dubbed. Okay. 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 So I, I just have to be doing things while I'm watching it. And so right. someone told me to try The Legend of the Shield Hero. I was like, okay, it's a fantasy one, and of course, it's. Uh, I'm not going to do spoilers because I know some people are still watching it. Uh, Erica is still in the middle of it. Uh, and trying to get through it, and it was actually pretty good. I yeah, was happy. I was really impressed. Um, there's a little bit of fan subby in it, but it's not bad, creepy fan subby. Um, mm -hmm. They don't over exaggerate things. They don't make things go crazy. Um, it is the story is this guy gets pulled from our world into a fantasy world, and it's an RPG, and he's got to level up things. Uh, but there's some pretty funny shots in there. There's some pretty funny lines in there. Um, because I'm not going to say because I know people are, are, are still there trying to do it. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, there was just, there, it was, it was really good. Um, mm. it's not over-sexualized either. Um, there's good, good, decent anime too, animation. So everything's mm. happening. The story's pretty solid. Um... It's it, it's definitely you know it's an MMO. These the people are playing in an MMO, so I mean that's just kind of what it is. Uh, but I mean it's it's pretty decent. 
I actually give it like one and a half, maybe two space herpes. That's about it this time. Oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you what the uh, our rating system was, didn't we? Yeah, okay, so I'm just going to tell you my film is like a must-watch, so I'm done. But I'll just say it's a must-watch. It's not for <laughs> it everyone, is. but it's a must-watch. It, it is a very good, solid anime. Um, okay. One and a half space herpes, maybe two, if it's not your genre, but it, it's actually, a, it is some of the better ones out there right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dorian, yeah he's familiar because he, he was a Metal John guy, so he knows about the higher is bad uh, movie scale. <laughs> yeah, but we're on space yeah. herpes now. Yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, we're on space herpes. Okay, we've, we've evolved. <laughs> or default, I don't know. No, I, I agree with what you say, Gonzo. It's really cool. I really, really like it. I think the funniest point about it is everyone around him has awesome weapons. He's given a shield. Yes, he gets screwed with a shield. <laughs> it's kind of like the first thing my friend told me was like, you've played Shovel Knight. Yeah, did you enjoy Shovel Knight? Yeah. All you used was a shovel, right? Yeah, this guy uses a shield. I was like, done. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we only have Crimson, Captain Mizzy, Baneon. That's only well, people that answered. Looks like it. I guess some people are watching as well, probably for what Transformers shenanigans, but maybe not on Twitch. So, yeah. like, signed in and all that just to talk and stuff, so... Yeah, well, then. Yeah, some free stuff. Yeah. We got I three. Mean, <laughs> if so you're you know what? Guy, probably not in your wheelhouse, though. You yeah. know what? <laughs> Screw it. I'm going to give all three of them uh, a gift certificate. Okay. Uh, nice. Well, there's four of them. Four? Who's, who's the fourth? Banyan, Crimson, Captain Miz. Oh, shit, you're right. That's three. I'm bad. All three of oh, you get a... I was saying uh... the same. We should get a pool cue and snap it and go, tryouts. And like, <laughs> no, it wouldn't work. No, no. That, that was a error. <laughs> um, I do have four of them to give away, so I'll just give away all three of them for all three of y'all being there. Uh, the only ones that did it. Um, guys, make sure you send uh, me a message on Facebook, either through the More Than Dice webpage or Facebook page, or just directly to me. Uh, I know Captain Miz and per- Missy personally. I can just, you know, I'll send it to her. Um, that's not a big deal. Um, but Crimson and Banyan. Banyan, I'll get that to John and John will get it to you. So Crimson, yeah. make sure you send me something so I know um, where to send I'm you the code. Sure we know Crimson's too, but it yeah, it, make it, easier someone off the research. Yeah, so we don't have to dig through the emails and stuff or do things. Crimson, just send me a fa- uh, Facebook message and I'll send you. Uh, I'll send you all the code so you can go buy you something. All right, uh, who is next? Well, I know Lee's going to talk about mine. There's one that has to be talked about no matter how much time anything takes. So I got to talk about Batman Ninja. <laughs> so it was movie day and uh, I had Alex and Anna over and uh, we usually watch a good and a bad movie uh, usually themed and good and bad in quotations and uh, the theme this time was you know animated superhero and he's seen Batman Ninja but I haven't so he was really interested in me seeing it for the first time you know, having him see a movie that I haven't seen uh, and there's no two ways about it that movie is batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. I do not know how much cocaine they took when they were making the script <laughs> ideas, but it was a lot. Mm-hmm. It. I was so worried because some people at work gave it bad reviews. I'm like, oh god, this is going to be bad. And my friends are like, no, it, it is not a good movie. Don't ever confuse it for a good movie. But it is a must-watch movie. You have to mm-hmm. experience this movie. It yep. goes 
there's that level where I'm like, oh, this is going to be bad. It shoots right past that into the stratosphere of batshit crazy. It just, all the way. I don't want to give away any of it because it is an experience you have to get. But the whole theory, and this is in the first couple minutes, is uh, Gorilla Grodd has all of Gotham's villains together, and he's trying to, he's got some plan, and Batman and his crew show up to stop him, and it's a time machine, and it goes off, and it sucks them all back to feudal Japan. Go. Done. And <laughs> I love things I love about it that I can talk about is they change the animation style based on what's going on a lot. It's very cool, like that sort of like they'll change it to sort of look look like ancient Japanese pictures almost, and they'll go to the you know super high tech anime at points. It is super cool. Yeah. Um, but that being said, the the dialogue is, I mean, let's be honest, the cliche police pulled this movie over about 10 minutes in and said, like, all right, we're going to give you a warning. Just try and stand in line. And this movie is like, no, nope, screw you. We're going straight into all the cliches. All the cliches, all the anime tropes. Why does Robin have a monkey that Deacon doesn't understand? I don't understand this, but it happens. Yeah, it does. That happens. And... and I, I'm not there's a pay. No, there's a payoff with the monkey. That is the best payoff in the whole thing. It, it, it is maybe the best payoff in the whole thing, and it's yeah. just it's just batshit crazy. You, you have to watch this. I mean, I can't say it enough. If you have a friend who owns it, borrow that shit. Uh, it is worth whatever rental Amazon is. If it's like a five buck rental, forty eight hours. Jesus Christ, do it. It is worth the five bucks. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot. Oh, yeah, it's it's incredible. Like. You know, going into it, like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Having Gorilla Grodd in it was really cool. I was like, I don't know how they're going to get from A to B. All I know is, like, feudal Japan, that's cool. And then it's Gorilla Grodd and time travel. And I was like, this is awesome. Like, the only thing that could have made it better is if The Flash was in it. That would have been phenomenal. Um, But, no, it's it's definitely what John says. It's bad shit crazy. There's a poster over my shoulder because I freaking love seeing Batman as a freaking shogun samurai. Who wouldn't want to see that? Uh, but yeah, there's some really cool shit in it. Like the one thing that attracted me to it more than anything, it's pretty much the same production company that did Afro Samurai. Like that's the main reason. Like if you haven't seen Afro Samurai, do yourself a favor, go watch Afro Samurai. Yeah. Um, and and the just the art style, John's already touched on it. It goes from all over the shop. The most beautiful animation in it is when it's flowing like paint, and that's when there, there's one fight sequence which is like that, and it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's literally like. Wow, but yeah, it is fucking insane. The best way of describing that movie. Yeah, you, you have to see it. I feel it may actually be worth me picking up and buying. Mm, it um, is. About like uh, pay twenty five bucks, but if I find it like fifteen, that's a great price for that movie. Yeah, I mean, because this is one you always be like, ah, you get, you haven't seen this. Let me loan you this. You should watch this. It's one of that's those true. movies. And the extra the extra features on the Blu-ray that I have is really cool. Like seeing them how they talk about how they wanted to talk about the art styles and how they all flowed and stuff was really interesting, which is really cool to have. Oh, I'm borrowing the Blu-ray. I might have to see if I can uh, see that, but uh, we'll see. Yes. Um, but as for rating, uh, in, in a apologies, Gonzo, I have to go back to my roots for this one because this one should be measured in shots of Kraken, magic <laughs> crazy, and. In all the best ways, you'd want four shots of Kraken for this movie because you're just going to keep taking them as you go through the movie. Every time it crosses the next threshold, you're going to be like, I need another shot in all the best ways. <laughs> it is a must-see. 
Don't ever think it's going to be great. It makes all the problems. It does all the all the mistakes you don't do with movies, but it is, you have to see it. It's a must-see. Mm-hmm. And rare for me to call a movie like that a must-see, but it is, it's never like, oh, God, I can't believe I'm watching this. It's all like, oh, God, I can't believe they did that. Yeah, it's an experience. That's yeah. the best way to describe it. Yeah. So, recommend it. Watch that shit. Uh, Lee, what do you got? Sounds like you have something impressive. Okay, so this movie is not for everyone. I can guarantee you now. Um, it's a movie my friends told me because everyone, if you know me, I like shit movies and great movies. There's um, When it comes to Nicolas Cage, <laughs> I, think, I think John and Gonzo's laughter there just ends it. But there's one movie recently which I've watched where I'm like, holy shit. Why didn't you do this for more of your movies instead of going bad shit crazy? And it's a great movie called Mandy. Now, it came out in 2018. It was kind of semi-released a little bit, but it was really like showcased at Sundance. And the best way of describing this, it's an action fantasy horror. And it is definitely not for everyone. I can tell you that. Um, But... The soundtrack, how it's shot, how it's filmed, it is gorgeous. It is freaking unbelievable. But the best way about it is um, Nicolas Cage is married to this woman called Mandy and this crazy weird cult that drive a hippie bus see her walking in the woods and the main guy goes, I want her. And the best way of describing it is they basically say they have to call on these people And they basically blow a flute. And I kid you not, how these people are filmed and stuff make them look straight up demon-like. And they basically go and get her. But basically think if you had Hellraiser, but not super crazy, but those crazy guys like Pinface, but not as extreme as that. But like how they're shot and you never see their faces. And it's just like, they're basically bikers that have... The best way of describing it without ruining it is they used to run drugs for the cartel, but they would always used to basically take a little bit off them. So what they did was they made a bad, bad batch of LSD, and now that's their fuel. Run with that. Um, And it's just amazing. Like There's so many scenes in this where it's like, obviously it's Nick Cage, so you're like, oh, you're going to act crazy. There's one scene in this where literally I was like, holy shit, that one scene is just raw emotion. Like, that's incredible. Like, I was literally like, I forgot that you can act. That's incredible, mate. Because I do love the Academy Award. Yeah, and this movie, he is awesome. Like, okay, I'm not going to ruin it for you. If if you don't like, like, extreme, like... It's, it's more of a gut feeling more than anything when you watch it. It's just really unnerving. Nothing bad happens, but because of the soundtrack and how it's filmed, you're constantly on the edge of your seat. Because you're kind of like, there's nothing going on right now. They're just talking. But I feel like I need to shit my pants for no apparent reason because how it's filmed and how it's going, I'm just, ah, I'm always on the edge. It's just one of those movies where you just have to experience it with the lights off and have good mates over because... You just need to watch the trailer. I think the trailer puts it out there really, really well. And if you like what you see in the trailer, it's definitely worth a rental. I bought it on Blu-ray because my friend um, Dave bought it around and was like, Lee, you need to see this. And I was like, okay. And then within the first 20 minutes, I was like, this is incredible. I don't know why I'm yelling at you right now. I'm so unnerved right now. And there's nothing going on. 
the only other movie that's made me have that was I think it's Hysteria, the first ever one of that, just how that's filmed and how the music and everything is put you on edge. That's the only other movie I would recognize it to that because it's just it draws you in and you just love the kind of weird like whole atmosphere it pulls you in by. But yeah, it's freaking awesome. And selling point, there's a fight with Nicholas Cage with chainsaws. And one chainsaw fight. And it's like one guy is literally like Andre the Giant tall with a chainsaw the size of him. Enough said. Wow. It's not super gory. It's it's implied. That's the best way of describing it. Even yeah. though I, when you Google search it, you'll see Nicolas Cage just with shitloads of blood on him. But like, you don't see a lot of everything. It's just him, just pure emotion after. Like, you don't see everything. So it's like not like a shit show of like horror. It's just it just sucks you in, and it's a phenomenal film. It really is. It's like my favorite movie of last year, other than a movie that John's gonna say. Because that came out last year as well, which was the best movie ever made. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, it's really good, and it's really cool to see like a guy who basically everyone shits on actually do an incredible job. Like, yeah. it's incredible. Like, and, it really is. And all the movie podcasts listened to like said nothing but praise for this movie. So yeah, it sounds good. like a good check out. It's on my list. I just got to get to a point where I got a chance to watch it. It's good. I've never, I've never told you shit movies, John. I have told you shit movies and you've watched them and said, yeah, they're shit. And I was like, yeah, but yeah. no, Mandy is really good. I think obviously if you're not into horror, I wouldn't recommend it just because it doesn't have that kind of like, when you think of horror, like slasher and all that other shit, it just makes you feel uneasy watching it because of the things implied in it and stuff. It just, it has that raw emotion to it. It just makes you feel unearthly, which is kind of what, I like in a movie sometimes when you go in and someone's like, this will make you feel uncomfortable, but the payoff after that is really cool. So, so that sounds like a zero. Yeah, it's a fucking zero. zero. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. But obviously, if you're not in the horror, then don't like watch it. And it's kind of weird constantly saying, like, yeah, it's Nicolas Cage, it's Nicolas Cage. It's just like, then you haven't seen it then. You're just throwing yeah. it off because it's got this guy in. It's like, as soon as you watch The Matrix, everything Keanu Reeves is shit. Like, the funniest thing my friend said, I will not watch John Wick because. Um, I think he said it was like it's just about a guy who gets his dog killed, right? And I was like, it's way more than that. And then he watched it and was like, I was so wrong for so long. And I was yes. like, yes, exactly. So oh, awesome. So yeah, uh, I'm good for lecturings to get through this if you want to, Gonzo and Lee. It's uh, uh, I, I can hold off on mine, but I know that you have some important ones that you want to talk about. Yeah, mine, and, mine can hold off. Okay, and well, I know Lee wants to talk about it too, so. The third movie we watched, I'll get back to second in a second, was Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, because it fit the theme, and it's awesome. Zero space herpes. Zero. Go watch it. Zero. Yeah, zero. It is. Still zero. It's, yeah, it's a perfect film. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty it's much. A, I mean, if you, if you want a superhero film, that's it, how you do an origin story. Yeah. Yes. It's great, and I can't wait for the sequel. But the yeah. one Lee wants to talk about is our second feature, which uh, my ex-roommate recommended. I was going to watch it anyways. I saw the title. And I'm like, I think i got to watch this. And then my ex-roommate's like, oh, God, John, you have to watch this. And that is Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. And it is a simple story. It is basically the Foot Clan and the Shredder team up with one of Batman's villains to steal stuff, to do a plot in Gotham. And Batman and the Turtles have to team up to uh, take care of it. But, of course, every time heroes meet, they have to fight. And the best, best part of this movie is that 
whoever wrote the dialogue for the turtles, Michelangelo in particular, is absolutely on point. Yep, 100% on point. It just can't. And it's another one where you're never going to say this is a great movie, it's not a great piece of cinema, but it is enjoyable from beginning to end. There's not really a lull in it. The character actions are amusing. The action is amusing. It's it's not deep. It's not pretending to be deep. It's, nope. In fact, it's its depth is pretty shallow, but it has it there. It's like quick story, cool. We're with you. I mean, you had this at Batman vs. and Teenage Mutant Turtles. And it's just fun. And, man, it is... It was a good climb out of the pits of madness after Ninja Batman. Because you sort of climb up, you're like, okay, this all seems quite reasonable. You know, with them driving around a turtle van, fighting, firing manhole covers painted to look like pizzas. Because that's not going to kill anyone. Nope. Nah, it just saves that bruising. I'm like, oh, that guy's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. And it is, it's not gory, but some people get killed and they're not... Like, they're not making it gory, but they're not pretending. Mm. Like, early on, someone gets, like, a ninja star in their head, and you're like, that is brutal. Yeah. Like, I guess decapitated a couple times, like, oh. And there's this one scene where somebody gets their arm broken, and they're crawling around, they get on something, and they just flop your arm, throw it over, and I'm just like, oh, God. I can't believe you guys did that. It did the flop your arm. I'm like, oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> But, it's so good. The, yeah. the, oh, it's just so good. I, I can't... Right, so I don't like Michael Bay's first ninja movie. The no. best thing about Deep of Shadows, or whatever it was fucking called, was they got the turtles right. They got the interactions right. They got everything yes. right. This movie has two of the funniest things I've ever seen in a freaking turtles thing. One... Batman is super inclusive. No one can find the Batcave. Spoiler alert. Something happens. And how they explain it is effing hilarious. Like, it is the best thing ever. Also, going back to John's point, my favorite part in this is when the turtles show up and they fight Penguin's goons. (laughs) Penguin basically starts shooting at them. And Michelangelo's just like, Umbrella gun, I love Gotham, and just basically is like standing up, like looking around, trying to find him while he's getting shot at. And then he goes like, okay, I better leave. And then he just goes like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Umbrella gun and a, and a helicopter? I love Gotham. And he was just, he's just perfect. Yeah, Michelangelo but... has some of the best one-liners ever in this. And it's just perfect. And the animation is just, like, for me, it kind of goes back to, like, a cross between, uh, like, the... I want to say how how it's drawn a little bit is the Turtles look completely out out of what the Batman animated series was, which is really cool, and they represent that really well, because, like... Batman is kind of drawn like it was in the animated series, which is really cool, and the Turtles look very different, which I think is... It represents what the title says. It's them in Gotham. They're different. And how they explain themselves in the movie is hilarious half the time. Like, he goes like, oh, it's a guy in a bat suit. I guess he has issues. And he's like, you can talk. And he's like, what? We're just giant turtles. Enough said. Like, yeah, originally, I, was like, I wasn't sold them originally, but by the end of the movie, they don't bother you at all. I mean, because they don't look like any of their animation for turtles, because you're jarring. Mm-hmm. You're, you're taking Batman and Turtles, who both had completely distinct animation styles and put them together and it's a US animated thing not a Japanese one mm. so a bit 
It's very good. I mean, I, I actually recommend watching it. I will say this as a rare statement. I rented for five bucks on Amazon. I am disappointed I did not purchase it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a good time because it's like I will look for it on sale, and if it goes on sale, I will purchase it in addition to renting it for five bucks for us. Mm-hmm. It there's, was there's so many good scenes in it. Like I'm not going to spoil it, but the yeah, first meet the first meeting of Shredder and Batman. I did not know how that was going to go down, and by the end of it, I was like, I'm sorry, I need to rewind that. That was incredible. Like, that was super fucking cool. And it was. It was, was. Cool. It was a good payoff. So, yeah, it was, it was really... very enjoyable. It's another one that sort of defies rating, because it's not a great movie, but it's another one that you should watch. If yeah. you like Batman and you like the Turtles, you should watch it. Straight up. So, there you go. Gonzo, we can let you go now. <laughs> I'm just listening to y'all. Oh, <laughs> uh, and a heck of a day of movies. It was a good I'm going to say, we could we could talk about Into the Verse for, like, fucking centuries. That's oh, yeah, yeah. We, we we all could go just it, off on that. I think we've done that how many times? Because you, we did the, the Ninja Batman, we did the Batman TMNT, then we did Into the Spider-Verse. We started directly into the Mouth of Madness and slowly climbed our way out and ended up, I mean, they even have some things in common. I actually feel like Ninja Batman and... And the Spider-Verse has some things in common. That's sort of changing the animation style as different scenes happen it's is very, very similar to both of them. I think it's just Into the Verse is just a game-changer, periodly. For what know. it is and what it does, it's phenomenal. You kind of forget at one point, oh, God, this is animation. Mm-hmm. And you forget, like, where animation begun with, like, Mickey Mouse and Steamboat Willie to where we are now. You're just like, wow. Like, just yeah, it's just it's mind blowing. It's really. I wasn't cool. going to see it originally, but then I just kept getting rave reviews. I'm like, all right, I got to see this. If everyone says it's right, I got to. And I was not disappointed. I bought it on Blu-ray as soon as it was. I'm just disappointed. Like my mom doesn't want to see it. Spider-Man's one of those characters she doesn't really care about. So oh, well, I I converted my mom to watch this. Oh, that's how much other stuff she watched. My, yeah, all my mom loves stuff. 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 But like my mom was like, it's animation. I was like, mom, it's not just animation. This movie will, it's, it's everything. It's a perfect film. And she was like, you've only said that about like two films. And I'm like, this is the third. And she's like, okay. And watched it. it was like, wow. And I was like, I do not tell you to watch terrible films, mom, because I value that I'm your number one son, and I want to stay that way. <laughs> I don't want to go like that. <laughs> I'll be honest, last year, if it wasn't for the fact that I saw two amazing classics in the theater through Fathom Events, it would have been my number one film of the year. But Superman the movie in the theater and Die Hard beat it out. So it fell to number three, but there's no shame in that game at all. Oh, hell's no. Okay, <laughs> Die, Hard, Die Hard's a perfect film. Just enough and, said. and Superman in the theater is such an experience. We're talking about classic Superman, right? Oh, yeah, Christopher Reeve. Yeah, Christopher Reeve's okay, cool. I was going to say, I was like, I'm pretty positive that Jack Schneider one's a heap of shit, but that's my personal opinion. Being a big uh, DC fanboy, I am as well. I would agree, it's not, it's not, it's not, not good. good. Although, good. Fight Sequences are dope. Other than that, it's poop. <laughs> that movie could be 10 minutes long. I don't care. It literally was like, what's happening? He lands, he fights, done. And the one theme they made for it, I was upset they didn't use John Williams' theme, but the one theme they made. The one you hear all the time is really good. Yeah, but mm. that's all the good things I can say about that movie. And we're not <laughs> enough. Done. Done. Gonzo, please talk before we keep talking. More. <laughs> yeah, all right, guys, we are actually coming to the end of the podcast. Everything is coming and winding down, and it's probably like four o'clock in the morning where Lee's at. So no, he's it's def- only twenty to three in the morning. <laughs> twenty to three. <laughs> Sleep is for the weak. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> 
Lee, thanks for coming on and talking about Transformers. We appreciate it. You are always yeah, welcome to come on the, the podcast and hang yeah, out. Man. And absolutely. Do things. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, remind everybody what your, uh, what your podcast is and where you can go see all your stuff. Yeah, sure. So if you go on YouTube and just type in Blue Tuck Productions, uh, you'll find it. It's a lovely little podcast, uh, like an iPod logo with a cross on it. That's cool. If you wanted to go check out my podcasts and stuff like that, you can go to Podbean and type in Bleat Up Productions. They're on there. We've got a hilarious amount of stuff. I will not. I can tell you that if you want a really good night with your mates, and if you love Predator, I recommend that you download the movie Robo War, which I've already told John about this and Men Off John multiple times. This is a shit version of Predator, boys. It is terrible. It is dog trash, and we just make it better by taking the piss out of it with British accents. It's great. It's good times. So, enough said. <laughs> All right, for more than dice, I'm Gonzo. I'm John. I guess I'm Lee. Yeah, I am Lee. I am Lee. Yes. And thanks for having me on, guys. Good back, guys. <laughs>